Hello everybody, welcome to Optional Opinion here on the Numbness Radio Network. I am your host, Eddie V. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great show for you. Uh, we're talking about E3 because it has started. Yay! Um, we have day one done. Um, EA and Bethesda presented, uh, their presentations of games. And I have got to say, there are some things that I'm looking for, some things that just made me roll my eyes and some things that just made me say, uh, why? Just, just even why? Um, uh, so, the way that I'm going to start it off, I am going to do EA. Um, I'm going to do a Musa break. Uh, then I'm going to go to Bethesda. I will give my grades at the ending of the show. And then hopefully, uh, we'll be able to see what Microsoft, Sony, Ubisoft, and the PC showing is. Square, unfortunately, is not doing anything. And I really cannot wait to see what Nintendo got in hand on Tuesday. So without further ado, let's start into EA. Um, it was hosted by Andrew Wilson in LA and Peter Moore in London and they were kind of streaming it uh back to back so uh he would announce some games uh or introduce somebody and then they would switch back to Peter Moore in London and so they would go back and back and forth and the way that they kind of did it like editing wise they they uh it looked like it was everything was kind of connected so they they did some tricks to make it like uh fully uh feel like everybody was just in one room um they started to show off with titanfall 2 um they brought out vince zampella uh zampella who is ceo of respawn entertainment um they talked about single player uh the game coming out october 28th to 2016 for ps4 xbox one and pc and if you go to titanfall.com you can uh get details on how to get early access to the game um which i still have to do i have to go in to uh see if i can register so i can get on xbox one and ps4 so i can make sure that i know uh which version is good to play and i gotta say it looks good um a lot of people saying it looks kind of the samey uh for the from the first one um I'm really introduced, uh, not introduced. I'm really intrigued to see, uh, how the single player goes because the way that they made it, it, it looks like, um, it looks like the character, the soldier and the Titanfall itself will be, uh, be working together as one. And the Titanfall main mission is to protect the soldier, to protect the pilot. And it, it looks, I caught it on Twitter as American Gundam. That's, that's how I seen it. Um, I, like I said, I cannot wait to hopefully get a chance to play, play it, uh, once they announce the, uh, beta test. Uh, so like I said, I gotta get on that. If you do want to try it, if you own Xbox One or PS4 or PC, um titanfall.com go to that website and uh see if you can sign up um like i said the release date is october 28th and there was it, it was really good it, it, it was more in the trailer form than it really sh- they showed some ideas of how the game is going to be presented uh with the shooting it still looks fast uh still looks fun and uh uh hectic um but that was kind of really interesting
interesting to see. Uh, next thing they moved on to was Madden 17, which Peter Moore introduced and he talked about the game and they did like a trailer. I think it was Lil Wayne rapping and just the way that I seen it, I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, sports times. And I kind of went out to go get a drink. Um, they did bring up esports in the championship series. Um, they said next year it's going to get really, uh, more interesting because they're putting up one million dollars. And I, all I could say is it, it's a sports game. It, it's Madden. Uh, I, I believe they say it's running off for Frost, Frostbite engine, which a lot of games they was announcing was, is running off for Frostbite. Um, it, it's Madden. I wasn't really impressed by it because they do this every year. They kind of show a Madden trailer. Um, they kind of don't introduce what new features and stuff and they just talk it, talk it big and then it comes out and it's just like, well, you could have just made a character swap you know list for Madden 16 but um for those who like it it's i guess it's going to be interesting and good so if that's your cup of tea um that would be out they didn't give a release date so um I, i'm assuming august or maybe september uh it should be soon that's what i say they moved on to Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, Aaron Flynn, who is the general manager at Bioware. He came out and introduced the game. He talked it up and he said, uh, how Mass Effect, the, the original trilogy was a big influence and how it was, uh, one of a, a great time series for Bioware, very intriguing and everything. And this one is, is like a new chapter. It's, uh, you know, really far in the future and you wake up on this planet. The way that they showed it, uh, like a girl, she woke up. So, um, you might be able to, uh, I'm assuming once again that you'll be able to, uh, command, uh, command your fleet, uh, command other characters and build your own characters. So the problem that they had with it, uh, they was kind of a lot of things away and they was kind of like, it felt like they was talking through it. If there's no gameplay for it just yet, they were just showing uh, a lot of trailers. It was a pretty much a real big letdown for it. Um, because people was really hoping to see some kind of gameplay, some kind of new characters, you know, to see really what the story might be about, like get some hints about it. And they just didn't do it. It felt like more environments and like, oh, this is how one of our aliens look in the game. And, that, you know, they showed the ship, uh, the N7, like they showed it. And it was just, it, it didn't really... It didn't really impress like it should have impressed. And people just like, okay, so, um, the game is, I believe for next year, they going they said they was going to present more information next year. Um, I, I feel like it probably won't be ready for the, until like fall of 2017. They didn't, like I said, they didn't give no release date and they said they'll have more information next year. Moving on to that, uh, FIFA, FIFA 17, um, Peter Moore introduced that one, um, when he was in London. Uh, this game is not going to have story mode and managers um it said like uh fifa 17 the journey i thought that was the title but it's just now fifa 17 and a character named alex hunter who will also be in the game is the character that you'll play in the story mode um then uh later on uh peter moore was uh introducing when he was talking about the managers uh some of the biggest managers he was introducing but then uh, one man named jose uh marino he steps out and 
the the crowd went wild. The crowd was kind of booing at some of the managers, so it kind of felt very awkward. And uh, Alex Hunter, or the character who, who the guy who was playing as Alex Hunter, he felt like he was doing a poetry slam at the beginning. It was just like this is super weird. Um, it, it's going to be interesting, um, interesting to see FIFA 17 have a uh have a story mode because FIFA FIFA does do well in stores I will say that um but it's it's running off of frostbite and it's a soccer game so I don't know hopefully it turns out well um the presentation the presentation more fitting for the people in London uh because they consider soccer as football in London then we could just consider as soccer here um it's 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 going to probably do well. I, I can't really say much, but oh well. Um, they went into uh, our EA original, uh, Patrick Sutherland, uh, from his EVP of EA Studios, introduced Klaus Lingerlet. Uh, he is from Zoint Games uh, in Gothenburg, Sweden. I think he was like the uh, the director or president of it. Um, he, he introduced Faye. Uh, which is gonna be like, uh, anyone who play on Ravel, it's not in that same style, but it's that idea that it's a small company of 20 people coming together to, uh, make this game. And, um, oh, also they did a charity thing, so if you go back and watch the EA, uh, presentation on YouTube, you'll be able to see what those charities are. I just have to say that first. I didn't write it down as notes. Uh, but back to Faye, um, it looks interesting. The color palette is like, is black, purple, and, uh, it seems like the character that looks, uh, he looks like Ori in the Blind Forest. That's what the kind of game, uh, looks like, but it's more, um, like dark colors, black, purple, and some blue. Uh, a little bit red, I think, to represent the enemies. Uh, and the enemies kind of look like robots. It reminds me of like, Ori in the Blind Forest meets Metro Prime 2. Uh, the dark zone when, or the dark world when you go into it. That's what it looks like with this color palette. And it kind of, it looks like that the, uh, main character that you're going to be playing, the main animal, I should say. Um, it, it feels like it deals with sound connecting to other people, uh, or other enemies, I should say, uh, or other characters in the game. And it, it helps them solve puzzles. And, um, I don't know anything else besides that. So we don't even have a price for it. Um, uh, so we'll find out more. It's, uh, more in, uh, the future. Um, it looks good. I'm, I'm, I'm not super impressed because the, they didn't really so much show much that like really was just like oh this is the original no this is like you guys took a, some other things but I will give it a, I will give it up to Zoint Games it might be a game that I'll actually probably pick up because I did like um Klaus he was a good presenter he really felt genuine uh, I know he was nervous because you're speaking to a big crowd and definitely when he's in LA and he's from Sweden you know trying to speak English stuff and you know build up hype uh for this game you know he was he said he was happy to be there but he it didn't show it because he because his nerves kind of got to him but i i like kind of like stuff like that um just makes him feel genuine human so i am interested in Faye. um i i won't say that i can't wait for it to come out but i'm looking for more details when they arrive 
They went into Star Wars. Uh, Jay Raymond, who's the general mentor at Motor Studios, came out to talk about the next iterations of games that's coming out for the Star Wars franchise. Uh, Dave and, uh, not Dave, I'm sorry. Dice and Motive are going to be working on Star Wars Battlefront for new content for next year. Uh, Respawn, uh, has a game coming out. Uh, Visceral, uh, Amy Hennig, uh, who's from Uncharted, she's working on that game uh um bioware has an idea of a game to come for and capital games they were the, uh they got a game also probably in the uh in the works um the battlefront content like i said is coming up for 2017 um it's going to probably be interesting, you know, uh, it, but what ended up happening is that people wanted to see gameplay, want maybe see a trailer or something. And, uh, I believe the one by Visceral probably, I think when they showed it, it showed in game footage. Um, but I, I'm really just waiting. Uh, I, all I can say is that it really felt more like, uh, behind the scenes from a DVD. And I understand that the presentation of it is behind the scenes of what's going to go on and stuff. But it's just like, you guys could have had something more to show. This is a big Star Wars. I mean, it's a big franchise and you come with a DVD commentary from behind the scenes. Like, like you guys could have, sh- could have saved that for after the show. Um, you know, people really wanted to see something but it was it was really a big letdown really big disappointment big missed opportunity um and then they ended the show with battlefield one uh patrick beck came out uh i mean patrick bach came out he's the general manager at dice uh they showed the trailer and then they cut it off cut it off he did some talking and then showed another trailer um they uh introduced jimmy feist and zach Efron that part of it and uh, to really say that they really they were there for no reason like just for a paycheck to introduce a 64 player multiplayer after the conference which i've seen a, a little bit of it um it, it looks good it looks okay it, nothing surprising um they talked about the destruction and weather is going to be playing into the levels so uh with the frostbite engine of course destruction is a big part of it but the weather will affect the way that you play. So you have to be strategic and use it to your advantage or there's going to be some disadvantages to it. Um, they also talked about vehicle sections that's going to be in the game. So you can look forward to that. And they announced that October 21st is a worldwide release for the game. Um, that's the week before, uh, Titanfall 2. And it will be interesting to see, um, how this all plays out. So we kind of have, uh, and they didn't speak about NHL 17. I gotta, uh, say that first. Um, but Battlefield 1, it, it may do good. Uh, it's coming out before Call of Duty, uh, Infinite Warfare. So, um, one part that I did have a problem with, uh, with the whole EA press conference is when, uh, um, the, the, uh, when Andrew Wilson came out, which is like, did you guys see the Battlefield 1 trailer that came out last week? And it was just, and I kind of made a snarky remark saying, no, we was, uh, watching Mary Poppins twerk to a 69 boys on YouTube for the millionth time. I'm like, oh, if you got that big numbers and you, and you reported and you was happy to say it, of course we all seen the trailer. That was a stupid question to ask. And I, the whole presentation of EA, it, I mean, they, they, 
it it was forced and it felt it was very boring it it didn't surprise no one i mean they yes they got some good games probably coming out um very intriguing interesting i will say titanfall 2 and Faye are my party my top ones that i'm looking forward to battlefield 1 uh i, I uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, I just need to see more. Um, I really wasn't impressed by him. FIFA 17, uh, I, I don't play soccer, so it don't matter to me. Um, uh, the Star Wars games, I, I don't really, not really in love with Star Wars, so, uh, uh, even with, uh, Amy Hennig being on one of the games, I just, I feel like that's gonna be turned into an Uncharted game, so I'm not really, um, uh, while by it, I'll wait to see more. Um, but other than that, uh, I, I'll give my grade, like I said at the end. But other than that, it felt very boring. It felt lackluster. It, they felt like they, they, they talked big and didn't show really much. So, uh, I, I really, I just, can't, I really can't wait to give them the grade. So, but, this show was some people might have liked it but I, we was more i was more entertained on twitter when the people's uh, shady remarks and i made some of my own but uh it, it it's yeah it was just a conference they was there and that's pretty much it so uh when i come back from the music break i'm going to be talking about bethesda Bethesda was the next uh, presentation. They started later on in the night at seven o'clock, but nine o'clock my time. Um, and they showed started to show off with Quake Challenge. They showed the trailer for that. You know, you know, hyping it that it was coming, it was making a comeback. And um, this game is only for PC for right now. Um, Tim Willis, who is the studio director of at it Software. Came and made the presentation talking about the game, and he also said that QuakeCon is going to be in August. Um, he didn't. They'll probably give out more details later on, but they didn't say where it was going to be held at, 
and uh what else what else is going to be there uh but i but we'll probably learn more they'll probably show more gameplay and people might get their hands on it uh but quake challenge is is the uh, newest game in the quake franchise um after that, Pete Hines, who's the uh, vice president of PR and marketing at uh, Bethesda, he came in and kind of hosted the show to introduce um, the people and uh, introduce trailers and stuff like that. Um, the second game that they showed was Elder Scrolls Legends, which is a strategy card based game, and they kind of told the story about it. And uh, uh, P. Hines came back out and talked more about that. Um, I, I made a joke that uh, when I was hearing the music, I kind of wanted to say Yu-Gi-Oh! Because it sounded like a Yu-Gi-Oh! episode. Um, and if card games are your, are your thing, um, it looks it looks good. You might inter- uh, be introduced. Not introduced. You might be interested in it. Um, I will say that they announced it. Uh, I think iPhone, iPad, and Mac, uh, I believe, um, that's what they, uh, they said that it was coming out on, um, but I don't know, they didn't give a release date, I don't, I think it's out right now, uh, but, you know, that was the next thing, the second thing that they talked about, um, next they brought out, talked about Fallout 4 updates, uh, Contraptions is coming next week, uh, Fallout Shelter, uh, Quest and PC, the versions are coming in July, and uh, I believe the next DLC for the season pass, Nuka World, is coming out August 2016. Um, and then within that trailer, they introduced uh, Skyrim Remastered, or they call it Skyrim, uh, Skyrim The Elder Scrolls uh, Special Edition. Um, that's going to be on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. I believe that is in November 11th, uh, 2016 uh, I believe that's the release date for it um, it, it it's an updated version graphically uh, you'll be able to do mods in the game uh, but a lot of people are very hyped that it came um, I know it was rumored for it to be there and the rumor came true um, I'm not very interested into it because I have Skyrim on PS3 Um I will say that finally, hopefully, the Sony crowd who didn't get the rest of the DLC content that uh, Xbox 360 owners got will uh, be able to play that full on. So we should see what um, how it turns out. It's probably gonna give get like good ratings, but um, it, it's Skyrim. It's a remaster. It looks colorful. They put in more effects for the graphics. That's it. Um, next, Raphael Calentano, uh, he's the president and co-creator of Arcane Studios. He introduced Prey, um, saying that it was going to be out next year, that they'll have more information. And he said it was a, like a, almost a psychological kind of thriller game. Um, and the way that I seen it, it kind of reminds me of Portal 2. Um, now this is a, a reboot of the franchise even though they only came out with one game in 2006 um i asked the guys at phoenix uh nerd overdrive who were on twitch yesterday shout out to them um hopefully to be i'll be on their show in a couple of weeks um hopefully uh they will be able to make time to be on optional opinion uh so shout outs to them um they they were talking about it and i asked the question i'm just like uh 
like I, I was kind of I was lost on the fact that why was they bringing out a reboot of of the of the franchise and they, the game only got one game. Uh, so I, I don't know if they're trying to go in an in another di- direction, like um, like just restart it. Because my thing is, I'm just like, just make this number two and just you know go for number two on. You don't have to have a continuation. You could answer some questions probably from the first pray if there was some left unanswered. Uh, but I ch- I it, it looks okay. It looks good. Um, I really. Um, I, I really don't know what else to say because I'm, I'm just lost on, I'm just, I'm lost on the fact that it's a reboot, uh, for the series when they should have just made it a sequel. Um, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock Arcade Studios or anything like that. Um, I just think it was a weird business decision to make. Um, next day, uh, Doom, uh, Doom was, uh, introduced. Um, uh, Martin Strava, uh, it was a, a video. Uh, he is the executive producer of Doom at, uh, it software. And he talked more about Doom Snap Mac with free upgrades. And, um, they later on after the trailer was shown, uh, I gotta go back to his name. Sorry about that. Tim, uh, not Tim Willis. Uh, Pete Hines came back out and saying that if you're interested, the first level of Doom has a demo out just this week only for PS4, Xbox One, and I believe PC also. So if you're interested in trying out the game, uh, you could download it now for free for that first level and, uh, give it a try. Um, I know that I'm just going outright buy the game. So, um, or for some people, if they have it at, at a rental thing like Redbox, you could probably get it there or Gamefly. Um, I know definitely for me, I'm just going to end up buying the game. But there's other games that I'm playing right now. Um, after that, they introduced Elder Scroll Online. Uh, Matt Ferrer, he's the game director. Um, and the crowd... I'll talk about the crowd later on. Um, he came out to talk about this game. Um, he uh, He talked about... The, um, there's like 7 million players uh, across the world for I think it, this is more of a PC game than it is console and uh, and, and I'm not trying to knock them um, it's good that it's a, a successful franchise and that it works but I I, I don't know I don't know a lot of people who bought it on on console um, and it, it might just be my area uh, where I'm at where my workplace is but like it just sold kind of this week at different stores because I think they were on some sales for it um, but I when it first came out didn't nobody touch this game for consoles so um, you know but congrats to them you know, being having seven million players around the world. Um, they introduced uh Dark Brotherhood, which is the next kind of like DLC or add on content. Um and he talked about one Temerio, uh which opens the game entirely. So after the uh tutorial, the whole game is open to up to you and you could do I guess go anywhere that you want. Um uh, and then he was talking about levels. I think it, it'll put you at a set level. Um and you could go just anywhere in the world that you want to. Um, he announced that, uh, once Mario is coming this fall. Um, I don't know about 
Dark Brotherhood, uh, that should be coming soon also. Um, next they talked about Bethesda VR, uh, with, uh, and this is just at the shuffle right now, but Doom and Fallout 4 VR. I think Doom might be, uh, Doom might come out as VR, but I think it was more, it's a test right now at their booth. Uh, I know he did, uh, Pete Hines did announce that, uh, Fallout 4 it was it's coming out to the HTC Vive and 2017 uh so people who are at the convention were able to try it out um so i'll see what people think about it um they ended the show with dishonor 2 uh they showed some gameplay and features and talked about the story um and that was done by harvey smith who's the co-creative director of arcane studios um dishonor 2 probably was the best showing out of everything um from Bethesda's uh showcase. Uh I, I gotta say I am interested. I do have Dishonor for PS3. I don't have the definitive edition. Um they did uh, also announce a co- uh co- collective um, a collector's uh, edition also for Dishonored 2 where you'll get some merchandise and you'll also get the Dishonored uh definitive edition for PS4 or Xbox One. Um I don't know so much about PC or anything like that, uh, but uh, that was the thing, which uh, brings me to uh, this whole thing. Like Dishonored 2, like I said, I will be getting it. Um, I think it's coming out later on this fall. Um, I didn't see or I, I, I don't think they said gave a date for it just yet, but I'm assuming that it's almost ready to go and it'll be uh, available this fall. Hopefully so. Um, but it is uh, a game that not only can you play the ta- the protagonist from the first game, you get to play the daughter um, of the queen that uh, was assassinated from the first game in the second one. She's 25 years old and they kind of focus more on her. And the way that it, uh, it looks like, it reminds me of Bioshock Infinite meets Thief uh, meets Mirror Edge with some of the parkour things that she's doing, and you can use different weather effects, and uh, it's more of a stealth game kind of. But you also will have some gunplay and some other thing, other powers in order to defeat your enemies. So um, it looks less punishing compared to the first one, I would say. Um, but Designer did do a good job when it first came out. It, it, people, a lot of people was interested in seeing um, that game when it came out. Uh, but overall, uh, I will say that this show was way better than EA. Uh, EA gets a C minus. I'm not saying that it's, it's, it, it was a failure. It was boring. Do not get me wrong. That EA press conference was probably one of, was probably going to be the terrible press conference of E3. Um, but it was just completely boring. I mean, they, they had a good showing. Um, they had some, uh, some problems with some of the speech deliveries. Uh, but, and they do got interesting content, interesting games coming out, but they didn't show anything good. They, nothing was worthwhile that stood out. I will say that Faye and Battlefield and Titanfall 2 were good showings and stuff, but I just need more. Um, uh, as for Bethesda, I would give them a B minus. They, they really brought something, uh, to the table, but this conference felt more for PC players than console players. I don't know why. I was just, I really did just give, uh, give, a PC vibe from them more than a console thing. And I'm not not and I'm not knocking Bethesda for that or anything. That's really good. But 
it just felt more for PC players than it felt for console players. And that's, that's just personally me. Like, it felt like, it felt like people who own the PC would get better experience than, uh, console players. You know, the console players will get that experience, but it's just like, you know, PC, it felt like PC players had a lot of the stuff already. So now we're just introducing it to console players. Like Skyrim Remastered, do you not want to play the, uh, mods for it? Because you own you own the next generation of systems, of the current generations of systems. So now let's just throw in mods and let's just upgrade the graphics. I mean, that just felt like a shoe in to me. So it's just like, yeah, we want to get the console carrots, console players um, caught up to. Uh, caught up to the PC players, and I, I would have gave him a B, but it, there was just nothing really worthwhile. Like, like I said, Dishonored 2 stands out more than everything else. Prey lost me. I, I, I don't know what Prey is. Like, I understand what it's going for. I understand it's the reboot of the franchise, but that was just a bad business, uh, business decision. I really don't care about Skyrim Remastered because they just up the graphics and just throw, throw some mods in. Um, I'm not a big PC player, so I don't play quick. I tried it on PS2 and a lot of times it was terrible. It took, it took a long time and I got, critically got bored of it. Um, Doom, uh, I, like I said, I am going to play it when I find to get it the snap map uh i know doom is a game that is great on the single player um the multiplayer is just is very wonky a lot of people don't really as not really feeling it um elder scrolls online i don't play uh mmos online so that didn't really do nothing for me uh doom and fallout 4 might be very like might be really good for vr um that's probably a good decision but i'm not into vr at the moment so that didn't do nothing for me um and this uh, and the 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 grace are just not for everything but i'm just like it could have been better um they didn't bring their a game like they did last year um but they they had a solid conference i say i will say that it was it ran smoothly it was it was way better than ea so i feel like a b minus is good and a c minus is for ea so i so that's my thoughts on it that's my opinions um i really don't have any options because it's e3 it's just just make a better presentation you know uh see what works and what a lot of people are you know taking into consideration uh so with that um there if you're on twitter there are a lot of people who are podcasting and sending their reactions do check out happy hour with johnny and deuce um they will be doing a reaction show sometime soon um optional opinion will be going up um We'll be going up soon, uh, later on in the week for more. Uh, so, cause we have the Microsoft, uh, we have Sony, we have the PC, and we have Ubisoft. And then Tuesday we have Nintendo. So there's more content coming up and hopefully I will have a main show this Friday about everything and how I felt about E3 this year. I am excited. I can't, it is, uh, it is exciting to see 
everybody's presentation and what they thought of. Um, and even though I'm not there to play any of the games, I can't wait to see more content come out, more announcements to come out, more leaks, cause there has been more leaks coming out and things like that. Uh, but you can catch this show on, uh, the, on SoundCloud, on iTunes and Google Play and at the anomalous radio network.podbean.com. Um, so check, do check me out. Um, to give you guys a, a, a recap of the music that's been played, um, the first song for my intro was Kirby's Adventure Overworld 4 Hip Hop Remix by DJ Verstyle. Um, you can check out his channel. Um, the break music was LA Nord Hip Hop Instrumental uh, by Mighty Joe W. So check out his channel. And this last one that I'm playing is Super Mario World and uh, and my admiration, um, rap, uh, rap hip hop beat by <laughs> Rizai K, um, by Rizai M1222. You can check all of these out uh, on YouTube. And I will be back, uh, later on, hopefully watching, uh, giving you guys commentary about the next conferences that come. So it, um, so do check it out like I said Microsoft the PC showcase Ubisoft and Sony are the last four conferences uh, to view and then Tuesday starts Nintendo's uh, live stream uh, viewings of Zelda U and their uh, lineup of games so with that everybody I am out peace peace <laughs>